Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for January 22, 2023. It is the season of Epiphany. Join in our call to worship. There will be no gloom for those who were in anguish. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Redeeming God, come and illumine our lives this day. Open our hearts to receive your words of hope and joy, that we may become faithful servants of yours in this world for which you are the light. For we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Mighty as the word, and may 
Let us pray. God of the future years, we pray for all the family upon earth and for every good agency of world cooperation, that it may grow in usefulness and power, that nations may vie with each other in the service of man and not in seeking dominion. Father, we pray thee that science may ever be the servant of life and never the ally of death, Father, we pray thee, that the treasure now spent on the weapons of war may be used for the arts of peace, Father, we pray thee, that thy people may rejoice to endure hardness to win not a war but thy kingdom, Father, we pray thee, that we may so love our country that we also love the whole family of nations. Father, we pray thee, that ancient enmities may pass away, and that thou wilt make all things new, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Eternal Father, unto thee we commit ourselves. Use even us with our ignorance and frailty to accomplish thy holy will, and hasten the day when all shall dwell together in mutual helpfulness and love. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Matthew four twelve through 23 now when Jesus heard that John had been arrested, he withdrew to Galilee. He left Nazareth and made his home in Capernaum by the sea, in the territory of Zebulun and Naphtali, so that what had been spoken through the prophet Isaiah might be fulfilled, land of Zebulun, land of Naphtali, on the road by the sea, across the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, and for those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. From that time, Jesus began to proclaim, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven has come near. As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went from there, he saw two other brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Jesus went throughout Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom and curing every disease and every sickness among the people. 
Eric Larson is one of my favorite authors. He makes historical events come to life. The 1900 Galveston hurricane, the events leading to World War II, murders at the 1893 Chicago's World's Fair. Six of his eight nonfiction books have been New York Times bestsellers, and he has negotiated for the rights of some of his books to become films. As authors go, Eric Larson is a big deal. But it was not always so. Early in his career, as he was touring to promote his latest book, he stood in a large auditorium that was completely empty except for one lady who sat near the back. Larson asked her to move farther toward the front. Oh no, she said, I may want to slip out early. Early in Jesus' career, he walked by the lakeshore. He called Peter, Andrew, James, and John. Immediately, they left their boats, their nets, their families, and their livelihood, and they followed him. Scholars have often debated about this astonishing response. What would cause these career fishermen to suddenly abandon everything familiar? What would impel these family men to turn their backs on their father, their wives, and their children, for whom they bore such a great responsibility? Some scholars argue that these fishermen had known Jesus before this event. Perhaps they had gone to school with him. Perhaps they had already heard him preach, or maybe they witnessed a miraculous healing. Maybe. Perhaps. But isn't it possible that the light of the world was so blinding, so all-encompassing, so magnetic, that they recognized it immediately? The people who sat in darkness have seen a great light, Isaiah prophesied. And for those who sat in the region and shadow of death, light has dawned. Jesus never did anything by accident. Jesus deliberately abandoned small-town Nazareth and made his home in Capernaum. He deliberately moved to the land of Zebulun and Naphtali, Galilee of the nations, a land that in Isaiah's time was crushed by Assyria, the first of the northern tribes to be deported. It was the land of deep darkness about which Isaiah had prophesied, but there will be no gloom for those who were in anguish. In the former time, he brought into contempt the land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, but in the latter time, he will make glorious the way of the sea, the land beyond Jordan, Galilee of the nations." The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in a land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. You have multiplied the nation. You have increased its joy. They rejoice before you as with joy at the harvest, as people exult when dividing plunder. For the yoke of their burden and the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor, you have broken as on the day of Midian. For all the boots of the tramping warriors and all the garments rolled in blood shall be burned as fuel for the fire. 
For a child has been born to us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onwards and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. Isaiah 9, 1-7 Once the dark land on whom God's judgment had fallen, now the land of light. Seven hundred years had passed since Isaiah's prophecy. The people of Galilee had waited, it seemed, forever for Isaiah's prophecy to be fulfilled. But time does not matter as much to God as it does to people. For God, all time is held in the embrace of eternity. As we heard last week, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through Him, and without Him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in Him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. John 1, 1-5 Brothers and sisters, we too live in a land of deep darkness. If we look at the news, we can easily see the darkness in the world, in our own country, in our own communities. If we look around us, we can see the deep darkness in other people's lives. And if we look within ourselves, we find pockets of that same darkness. We feed that darkness when we try to cover it up with self-indulgence or distraction. We increase the darkness when we try to fill it with collecting things which give short-term joy, but in the end are meaningless. There is only one way to leave the darkness— That is, to focus on the light of the world, to follow the light. Those fishermen recognized it. They were instantly all in. The light of the world had called them, and nothing could hold them back from following him. In this season of darkness, Jesus has come as light. He comes to dispel the darkness the darkness of guilt and regret, the darkness of resentment and anger, the darkness of broken relationships, the darkness of fear and anxiety, the darkness of selfishness and violence, the darkness of despair and grief. Whatever the darkness in our lives and in the world, Jesus has come as light and the darkness cannot put out that light. Brothers and sisters, the light of the world calls to each of us. Each of us is called to follow Jesus. What is the shape of that call in your life? Are we all in 
for Jesus? Or is there something holding us back from the joy of following the light? Jesus called and the fishermen were all in. Let's follow their example. Let's be all in for Jesus. Let us pray. Loving and holy God, you have sent the light into the world and the darkness cannot extinguish it. Enable us to see the light, to live in the light, and to follow that light. Help us to be all in for Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Shall I behind me?
receive the benediction. We who have walked in darkness have seen a great light, for a child has been born for us, a child given to us. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. May we follow this light, the only true light of the world. May we be all in for Jesus. Amen.